A Higher Things Reflection for Saturday of the 22nd week of Pentecost, November the 4th, 2023. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people, he adorns the humble with salvation. Psalm 149, verse 4. In the name of Jesus, amen. We treat it like it reads, pretend to be less than you are and God will be happy with you. Really, it's, when you are so humiliated, the best you could hope for is pity, and it tastes so sour you're not sure whether or not you just prefer to be abandoned, the Lord sees you the same way your dog does when you come home from school. Where I come from, humble just means don't be braggy, which means the psalm reads something like, give God praise for all the things you're afraid to admit publicly to having because they sound too nice. It makes for a monotonous liturgy. But humble doesn't mean pretending to be less than you are. It shares a root with humiliation, the thing where you actually are less and you know that everyone knows it. Humiliation is a word that somehow becomes a time machine to everyone's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days. But it is the humiliated that God adorns with salvation. He wraps it around you like clothing, so that others may see it too. It looks like white robes. Baptism. The mark of the baptized isn't a lack of humiliation. It's an identity that cannot be marred by it. It brings about the genuine praise the psalm calls for. He is the God who sees us in our humiliation and is exalted by joining us in it and conquering it for us. He leaves the angel choirs to be mocked by the crowds. He leaves the power of heaven to die at the hand of ignorant men, naked and ashamed. He is helpless as his mother looks on. And after dying to save the ones who did it to him, us, he rises. He promises the same to you. You are not just God's creation, but his children. The liturgy sings not of how you feel on your good days or, you, or your humiliated ones, but of God's works, that we would have something to cling to when everything seems to slip away, and something to taste in his body and blood that aren't sour. In the name of Jesus, amen. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess him king of glory now. Tis the Father's pleasure we should call him Lord, who from the beginning was the mighty word. LSB 512, verse 1. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Dive into baptism in this eight-unit Bible study. The eight units cover key baptismal themes in the Old and New Testaments, such as the flood, creation, the baptism of Jesus, and more. The Baptismal River, now available from Concordia Publishing House.